Howdy, howdy. Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings, us, to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host, Gray Baker, and I'm the youngest. I'm Holland, and I'm the oldest. And I'm Allegra, and I'm a Scorpio. It just <laughs> takes some time, little girl, you're in the middle. All right. Um, she's the middle child, if you didn't yeah. get that vague reference through context clues of you yeah. being the youngest and Holland being the oldest <laughs> and Allegra's this chick we just found on the side of the street we had an extra microphone so we just let her come along just here for a good time um for a so good time, not for a long time yeah, you can't kick me out after this presumably <laughs> so what we do uh each week one of us will pre- present a movie to be critiqued and the other two will be scoring it based on five specific categories each week's score will be added up and at the end of each season the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control and the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment um, this week allegra chose the movie the sandlot 1993 classic film um, strong first choice for Allegra. Yeah, very strong first choice. <laughs> I said that before we re- started recording. That I'm like, yeah, this one... I mean, it's hard to really score against it. Holland did mention, and we'll get into it. There may be a one or two things that you could use to score it a little lower. But that we'll get into that later. Um, so the movie follows Scotty Smalls, a uh, kid in town who just moved... A kid who just moved into town, um, real nerd, real fucking dweeb, and uh, kind of gets taken under the wing of a baseball prodigy, Benny F- Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez, uh, and Never has explained. him join their ragtag group of uh, kind of misfit baseball kids um, in their local baseball field, the Sandlot, and hijinks ensue. Yep. yep. Uh, came out in uh, April 7th, 1993. So okay. where were you, Holland? <laughs> April 7th, I 1993. was a little over one years old. <laughs> I think I might have still been living in Maryland, actually. Um, about to move to California within the next couple of months. I have no recollection of April of 1993. <laughs> Allegra, how about yourself? <laughs> uh, see, I was uh, negative one years old, about. I may not have even been conceived yet. I don't think you were. <laughs> but we could get into... It's like a year and a half before you were born. <laughs> but I think a very important thing of how I saw this movie, which we'll get into later, is... Through reruns on the Disney Channel or ABC or whatever. Yeah, How about you, and Ray? I was <laughs> negative four and a half years old <laughs> or four ish. So uh, yeah, safe to say neither of us saw this in theaters. Or none of us. <laughs> none, of, neither of us, and then Allegra also. Um, none of us yeah, saw I mean, it in theaters. Um, I. Taken to movies when she was this young, but it was like Wayne's World. And also, yeah, I doubt our parents saw The Sandlot <laughs> like opening day, ninety three. Like, um, Dad did have a opinion on it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it for you now. Well, great. I never really watched Sandlot in its entirety. At that time, I wasn't really a baseball fan. I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I see the the nostalgia and the humor and I like a lot of the lines in there and I, I still repeat some of them just because I know that what's associated and people do pick it up but I don't really have any comment on the movie because I haven't seen it in its entirety. So 
boring as hell. Your dad does love you're killing me, Smalls. Who doesn't? Who doesn't say that? It's a very dad thing to say. Well, speaking of, I texted mom, have you ever seen the sandlot? And she said, yes, you're killing me, Smalls. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this film was genetically engineered to appeal to parents. (laughs) Yeah. I also didn't remember how much swearing there was in this movie. I think it's because we watched it on reruns on TV and they cut them all out. I know. Because I feel like I maybe it's a false memory, but I also thought that I like teachers would play this in school, like on a like a, like a roll the sure. cart out kind of day. But like there's there's a lot of shits in this movie. I counted. Benny says Benny alone says shit three times. Yeah. And there's an ass thrown in there that might like. There's a bunch. The other ones say shit a bunch. There's the sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) There's tobacco. There's chewing tobacco. Children chewing tobacco. Yeah. I didn't know what chew was. They like put it up to the camera. It says chew. And like even as a child, I'm like, I don't know what this means. I don't know why they're (laughs) suddenly puking all over the place. Like this scene did not track to my young children. Yeah. When I was, I remember when I first saw it, I'm like, that must be some bad jerky. Like I didn't know. Because yeah. like you can see when they take it out, I'm pretty sure it's jerky. You know what they're actually like putting yeah, in their mouth. They eat so much of it too. Oh my god. Let's get into our pre-watch notes. Okay. And we can just start kind of hammering out the details of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Holland, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, my pre-watch notes. I remember you're killing me, Smalls. Glasses kid in love with lifeguard. Neighborhood baseball team. Ball goes over the fence where scary dog is. Star of the team was nice to new kid. Chewing tobacco plus tilt-a-whirl equals vomit. Does tequila play during this? I was right about that. (laughs) Um, This was on TV a lot when we were kids. Probably watched it in school, too. That's all I got. As soon as tequila started playing, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking choose peewee's big adventure and it was really but i'm like there's no way that the other two won't immediately think of peewee's as well well so. we should put it on the list though like that would i be didn't a good think one. of we... peewee's big adventure that movie oh, really? scarred me as a kid i think oh, i've only seen that i think i've only seen that movie once and it terrified me i know dad had that movie on betamax <laughs> really like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> peewee's and beetlejuice dad had on betamax I remember, like, taking out the Betamax to watch it every so often when I was, like, when we were at Meadowood, too. So, I um, maybe regrettably watched, like, a three and a half hour video recently on the history of Fred, that internet Fred, you know? Oh. And apparently Uh. the first Fred movie, the, like, a bunch of guys who, or two of the guys who worked on American Dad made that movie, and they were like, we had to keep telling ourselves to stop ripping off Pee-wee's Big Adventure. (laughs) Weird and interesting, interesting. and non sequitur. <laughs> Gray, do you want to do your pre-watch notes? Uh, yeah. Uh, so mine says, I remember a lot about this movie. This movie is iconic. Uh, Smalls is a pussy boy nerd. Dennis Leary is a dick stepdad. You remember uh, Dennis Leary? <laughs> as soon as I saw his name in the credits, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he's the stepdad. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Because uh, I've seen this movie a lot. Like... I would always watch it if I saw it on TV up into this my is, teens. I would definitely classify this as like a boy movie. Yeah. I mean, as Oh yeah. Movie. If I'm ge- if I'm going to be on. binary about so, it, but Smalls is a pussy boy nerd. Dennis Leary is the dick stepdad. Benny the Jet Rodriguez is a baller. I always wanted those PF flyers. Um, the s'mores scene iconic. The pool scene I I mean, it is iconic, even if it is very controversial. Uh, I always remembered the 4th of July scene. Um, The dog chase scene, obviously. The you play ball like a girl. Like, you know, you're killing me, Smalls. And there was even a lot of other quotes that, again, I'll bring up later. That, like, as soon as they came out, I was like, oh, my God, yes. Like, it's just little things. Mostly squints. But I remember, like, so many just, like how they say certain lines that just like resonate in my head so absolute favorite moment was when squints is telling the history of the beast it's like this is 
forever. <laughs> I was like, forever. I knew it was coming. Oh. I'm like, and, this is and, pre-drunk when, history. I That's literally wrote that in my notes. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, the way the guy was saying it over Squincy's dialogue, I was like, that's exactly what I thought was, this is like drunk history. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say, I mean, actually, did you do your pre-watch no, notes yet? yet? Um, I was gonna say, I don't know if I already just said this, Greg remembers this movie probably the most out of yeah, all Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. But, um, and so, like, it was the 90s, and things were very, very binary, gender-wise. So, like, if you needed a spectrum, Holland is on the quote-unquote girlier side gray is on the boyer side and i'm pretty much down the middle i definitely yeah. had a i'm a girl but like i could do boy stuff too sort of attitude you were probably the most tom like you were definitely like a tomboy but you also still played with dolls yes um <laughs> basically i am liberal's idea of the perfect child so thank you holland um so i i the first thing I really remember about the Sandlot, besides like Benny being a badass, you want to be him and date him, or both, <laughs> and all of that. The thing I remember most is that like the Sandlot was a slow burn for me. I had to see this movie a few times because I had went through a weird phase as a kid where I only wanted to watch cartoons and like seeing a live action situation, I immediately just tw- changed the channel. I was like, fuck it. Even the movies I I loved. I'd be like, fuck Sound of Music. I, <laughs> that um, is a long movie. I mean, but no, no just because there I were still have that thought of. I don't think I've seen a Sound of Music all the way through. Really? Without it's either getting bored it's or very falling long. asleep. It's yeah. very long. No, we would like save that one for last. So it was like that was the movie to go to sleep to. So it does not surprise it's true. me that you wouldn't make it all the way through. Because um, there's also there's so much movie left after they get together. <laughs> anyway. That whole this, movie can be described as so much movie left. <laughs> and, but like also the chunk that they added at the end, there's no new songs. It's all reprises. Anyway. Um, uh, I think it was on Disney Channel, but like this Sandlot, like we couldn't, it wasn't on Disney Plus, it was on Hulu, so I'm wondering if it might have been something else, but whatever, I saw it on TV the most because I did not fucking remember all the swearing, (laughs) but I remember, you know, dog was a pretty big part of my personality as a child, Yeah. um, so I was like, hell yeah, dog, I remember the pool scene, um, (laughs) And then, obviously, the climax is one of the greatest moments in child history. Fucking Benny, who's already established as the coolest person of all time, trademark, <laughs> he switches his shoes, he does a huge, long, hijinks-filled chase scene, and just solidifies himself as just, like, the T.J. Detweilers of the world. Just, like, the cool leader's, like, archetype. The red Power Ranger. Like Heroes are special. remembered... But legends, legends never die. Legends never die. Absolutely. Like, this was a movie also made back before nerds were cool. And it was the 1950s where nerds were, like, absolutely not cool. And that is very much the vibe of Smalls. Yeah. So, I didn't think I remembered how annoying he was. <laughs> but <laughs> that that's basically my memory, is just, like, how absolutely amazing Benny was. And... I think I may have mandala affected myself because when we were watching Like Mike and the shoes were on the wire, I was like, doesn't that happen in Sandlot? Doesn't Benny throw his shoes on the wire? But it didn't happen, so I'm like, oh. I think you're just confusing <laughs> things. <laughs> also, I want to take note that the first three movies that we have watched have all had, like, important shoe moments. <laughs> Especially noted by Gray. Like... <laughs> George of the Jungle wears those air, the Nike Air. Oh my God! I never like Mike is all about, about the shoes, <laughs> and then the PF Flyers in this movie. I, and I, let me tell you, the advertising hit me hard on all of them. I want to disclaimer right now: there is no shoe fetish. Over here. All right, I this think, has all been coincidence. I, I know there's no way to say that you don't have a fetish, but like, um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I was going to point out, like, I know we don't count Ice Age. Ice Age is our episode zero. Um, <laughs> but the lost episode. Second, this is the first time we've had a repeat actor in Dennis Leary. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, is this something we need to? He like, looks so young in this movie. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he was, you know, we're used yeah. to seeing him 
10 to 15 years later. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say that I think this is maybe the first instance where you two probably have more nostalgia for this movie than I do. I'm just going to put that ah, out there before we get into discussing well, that's this. Not well for me. <laughs> I will say Don't that... worry, Allegra. <laughs> I was like, I did some IMDBing. I'm all, oh my God, Benny is in. Mighty Ducks. He's in Mighty two. Ducks two and three. We haven't seen. We still haven't three. seen three. I know. So I guess it's now. It's like we're gonna about to disappoint all four people who are listening right now. Is that we did not grow up watching the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. We or at least it. I did it. Allegra and I did it. I didn't. Wait, no, Gray didn't you? Because we all watched, watched it for it the first time together, didn't in like we? Like 2017, and we fucking loved it. We yeah. all got wine drunk and watched the first two Mighty Duck movies, and we were like, these are amazing. <laughs> we watched <laughs> the second one. Well, maybe Holland. Maybe I, I can't remember if you watched. I the remember watching one with the us. first one, but I mean, I've seen one and two in my life, you know. But like, yeah, I, I had when we watched one, I hadn't seen it in forever, and I don't think right. I'd ever oh, seen it all the way bird. through. And then I don't like I haven't seen Mighty Ducks two since fucking I don't know two thousand and eight on the Disney Channel. But it's um, not gonna. It's not gonna be on the podcast. Yeah, because Allegra and I didn't see it until literally like four years ago. <laughs> Are we ready to get into judge pre-argument? Yes. yes yeah. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Do Got we it. do our pre-scores? Okay. Do you want to go first, Greg? Or yes. Should I go first? I'll go first. <laughs> Actually, Holland, you go first. Okay. We can end on a high note. Holland goes first. <laughs> All right, my nostalgia is six. Oh, that's pretty good compared to what you just warned me about. <laughs> my sit-through ability is also six. My appropriate for children is seven. My does it hold up is also seven. And can we follow is a nine. That's pretty good. Pretty, All right. Yeah. All right, so I did nostalgia, ten. Hell yeah. Sit-through ability, ten. Oh my god. Appropriate for children, I put nine. (laughs) Yes, okay. But I did put does it hold up six. Okay. Because I do think it is like it's innocent enough for children, but the things have changed in the last 28 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, this was definitely like a love. I might have du- I might have double dipped in both of those cat inappropriate for children and doesn't That's hold what I tried. Yeah, that's why like... I I definitely tried to separate the two. So, does it hold up a 6 and then I put can I follow this 10? Of course I can follow it. Jesus. Your scores are so high. Your scores are correct. Um, there could be some wiggle room, but like Gray is obviously a man of taste and culture, uh, and knows a good thing when he sees it. So, well, I guess we can get into it. But I'm going to just put this out here to start on where I am coming from. In that, like, I definitely have not seen this movie since like I was in, like. High school, like, is the like the latest I ever would have seen this. I, mean, I don't think me I've seen too. this since at least 2010. So I did not. Ha- I forgot about a lot of shit. But also, I thought the first half of this movie dragged. <laughs> I thought it was so slow, and I kept waiting for it to get exciting. But as- I think. The first half is very much filler. I understand it's, like, establishing, like, the world and the relationships. But I thought it could have been cut down. But then as soon as the ball goes over the fence, I was riveted. So I just, I had a very unbalanced viewing going into this. So that is my perspective. Okay. I mean, I was, like I said, I was all in. I also haven't seen this movie in a while. But obviously, me seeing it in high school and you seeing it in high school, there's a four-year gap. But... That being said, I mean, come on. The, to me, like, all of this, I was like, his stupid fucking hat, perfect. Every outfit, every outfit that Benny wore, perfect. Like, how cool they all just were. They were just, even if they were kind of dorky, they were cool. And it was just, ugh, 
Ah, uh, I know. I'm not even supposed to be defending this movie. I'm judging <laughs> it. But I am all about this movie. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> I've and again I might have I've seen this movie probably in its entirety six times, but I've seen like the first half or the second half fifteen times. Because if I saw it on TV, if I saw it on the movie channel, or yeah, if it was playing on whatever, I would be like, oh hell yeah, like let's do it. And yeah, I just fuck, I love it. I forgot to take notes during this movie because I was so enthralled i was so invested into it yeah my nostalgia is also pretty low because i forgot a lot i (laughs) you guys are gonna kill me but (laughs) i I forgot about the dog chase like he went over the fence but then the fence fell on the I completely forgot about the chase scene I forgot I forgot about a lot of this movie guys (laughs) Franklin Rodriguez destroys a town for no reason I truly don't remember that in any way Yeah, why did he go into that like rec center where the the movie was playing because we had to make the parallels between the beast and the werewolf movie Greg I know but it was just like Why? Yeah. Editing. That was like really. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying it was. Yeah. I. 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 I already said. I thought as soon as the Babe Ruth baseball goes over the fence, riveting movie, and I had an amazing time, and I was finally like laughing out loud and having a great time. First half of this movie, I was kind of bored. I gotta say. I really appreciated like the writing. I mean. At, at first, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a dude in his 40s, like, talking about his idyllic white... Well, not actually much more diverse than I remember. Yeah. the 90s. But, like, his leave-it-to-beaver-ass childhood where, like, everything was perfect and, like, idyllic. And yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever. But, like, I was, like... I keep saying, like... <laughs> <laughs> I was very impressed and I really appreciated the structure because the first half of the movie are really well-constructed vignettes to establish nine boys, which is, like, nine is a huge cast, and you have to make each and every one of them uh, have a personality. Obviously, Benny and Smalls squints and the and Ham, Ham. to a certain extent. Um, yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. Like, I don't know. It's so hard to create a distinction between nine children, and you know, he said this was the best summer of our lives, and so sort of making them like four or five short stories centered around the new kid, dweeby kid i thought was like a very clever execution of this type of movie i feel like we did like this is the most cleverly constructed children's movie we've watched so far i know there's been like three four if you count ice age but like, <laughs> no yeah i think that's true the, like getting people to connect to nine characters believe the friendship between nine characters and um like all the setting i thought it was really well done yeah and you have to remember this became and kind of is like the quintessential like every boy's dream summer (laughs) like when you grow up and you're like you know anywhere between like seven and twelve probably you're like this is how you like every kid in my age area and probably a little before and after like wanted their summer to be like you know you're just totally. you're hanging out with like your close group of friends every day messing around playing sports getting into trouble having sleepovers like you know shooting the shit telling stories try and chew for the first time like you know hating it <laughs> i i would have probably been like i mean i get it it has that baseball connection to it but for me if it really wanted to ring true it would have been nine of us huddled around one warm tecate trying to stomach it (laughs) as we all pass it around trying to finish one can and then being like oh i'm drunk (laughs) then i would have been like oh this summer has happened to me before um and we've all barring the sexual assault Oh, 100%. Um, but every yeah, other like... aspect of this movie. <laughs> okay. I, I took five notes 
and I want to get in, and two of them are about that scene, so I do want to get into it. All right, the pool scene. But <laughs> to just lovingly uh, conclude what Gray was saying, we've all been small. Yeah. We've all been, like, felt, like, alone and dweeby, and, like, all these kids are, like, they're trying really hard to exclude smalls. Like, to his face, they're just awful children, so very accurate. And then... Like, who didn't, who has not had the fantasy of the coolest guy being like, no, we're including them, bring them into the fold, throw the ball like a, like a, like a newspaper and suddenly you know how to throw a ball really well. <laughs> like, if yeah, you that was really funny. Benny to anyone, yeah, he's the one who sticks up for the little guy. And that was absolutely like, oh, Benny's the best. Benny is the fucking best. Benny's yeah, part of gold, right. dude. You know who was not raised right? Fucking squints. <laughs> a thousand percent was not raised right. Was like, that your segue into the pool scene? Yes. I mean, okay, here are my two notes. And then I will. I want to turn the floor over to you both. Um, one is that this is like, it's written like this is a short story or like a sports column or whatever from Smalls' perspective. He's like, it was wild. It was maybe not good, but it was really cool. I'm like, listen, you old fuck. You just me too your friend. <laughs> but every time we'd go down that pool. I hate it so much that they get married at the end. It's like, oh, lol, they got married and have nine kids. I'm like, this is not okay. So this this is what I'm going to say before I fully stop talking, I promise. They introduced this character with a fucking ass shot. They put her in a little sexy, by the way, I'm like presuming she's an adult actress, but she's at least a teen in context of the movie. I hope. They put her in a tight red bathing suit. They have her give CPR, with fake CPR to the child. And then she gets sexually assaulted. And then they're like, all right, now smile at him like it was like, oh, you scamp. Guys, she has zero lines yeah. in this movie. They yeah. make this actress go through all she of has, that. She has no one line. And what? stay like, out. Oh, you oh I think she also calls him a perv or something. Yeah. It's like, just... when she finds out, like, when he, like, assaults her, she's like, get off me, you perv. Or, I don't know. Or you creep. Or I can't remember what she actually Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wendy Puffercorn of it all... It de- definitely contributes to, like, lowering in the score in some places for me. I'm like, this did yeah. not need to be in the movie. <laughs> that definitely did lower the score a little bit. Um, fun and he fact, had been planning it for years. Forever. <laughs> for years! <laughs> fun fact, director David Mickey Evans had one clear instruction for Chauncey Lepardi, who played Chauncey? Squints, during the pool scene when he kisses Wendy Peppercorn. Quote, Keep your tongue in your mouth. Oh, that was his gross. one clear note. Well, I mean, before they were filming, is like, hey, keep your tongue in your mouth. If you have, the I mean, fucking, I would fucking hope so. If you have the wherewithal to be like, don't be a fucking perv, kid. Don't don't film the scene. Don't fucking film the scene, my bro. I like, know. You know something is not right in Denmark right now, my dude. Like, do not film the <laughs> scene. like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I don't know if anyone else has read Mara Wilson's book, but she has, like, a whole chapter about, like, being a young teen dating another former child star, and my headcanon is that it squints. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because she was like, he was in, like, a couple, like, like minor roles uh, from something you may have seen, and I'm like, well, he's been in Sandlot, He's kind of nerdy, and I was he in the thirteenth? No, year? it's a different kid. Okay, so never mind. <laughs> but it's that that kid definitely looks like Squints, but they're different people. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> because I think I've he in, was in Casper. He was apparently. <laughs> That's All what right. he's, he was in Boy Meets World, uh, probably for like an episode. He's in Casper. Uh, seventh heaven, as Todd's friend. So, <laughs> Real you know, there. Okay, he was so- Kyle and Gilmore Girls for five episodes. Holland, I don't ask me to remember. Gilmore yeah, I don't know. Girls. It doesn't I've only matter. Watched it once. I digress. <laughs> um, and I 
think the guy who plays Smalls ended up doing, like, weird evangelical movies now. E- yikes, 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 yikes. Yeah. I initially, I was like, when he first came on the screen, I was like, is that Haley Joel Osment? And it's not. But he looks like Haley Joel Osment. Um, the pool scene notwithstanding, absolutely excellent movie. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is definitely... The casual like, misogyny is not my fave either. Right. You yeah, that's girl. another thing where you're just kind of like... You're unfortunately having to kind of go with the times. Yeah, like I understand why it's in here, but it does not age well. Yes. You know? Oh, absolutely. Kid, even as a kid, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, the ultimate insult is being likened to a girl. Yeah, Fuck or <laughs> the one, the one thing that it that I never really connected until at this watch was, even my mom, an adult girl, knows who Babe Ruth is, and you're like, yeah. you mean an adult, like <laughs> an adult person in the an world, an adult who would obviously knows who fucking a famous know person who. is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, how about how about you're the fucking nerd because you don't know him and you should be the lowest rung because you're a boy, quote unquote, who doesn't know who this, you know, it's like you're the lowest of the low, not a girl. Um, so when I first tried to watch this movie, I went straight to Disney Plus and it wasn't there, but the sequel was. And at yes. first, you know, we just we chose the Sandlot and there was like orange and not an orange red and yellow like ketchup and mustard uniforms and i were like i don't fucking remember uniforms like i think i want to fucking remember those uniforms and we're like oh wait shit that's the sequel and i was like oh weird i don't think i knew there was a sequel and then like when we get to the part of the movie where it's like you play ball like a girl i was a hit with like a that's a raven flashback of the the, the sequel. sequel like i saw that no movie. we watched Matt and Amanda had it, our step-siblings had it on DVD, and I've seen that sequel a handful of times. I've never but, seen so it in Ray, my life. You remember, there's a, there's a girl on the new Sandlot. Yeah, no, so the whole, the, preps... the whole concept of the Sandlot 2 is that, I think it's, there's one, like, main girl, and then she has, like, two friends who are just kind of supporting characters, but... She's really good, and she joins the, like, Sandlot boy group. And I think this movie takes place in, like, the 70s. Yeah, um, it's much later. Even though they basically try to recast Ham. Like, they get another kid. They get another kid that looks identical. exactly <laughs> like it Ham. It totally threw me off. But this movie, the sequel came out in 2007. Oh, my no, God. No, 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 2005. Still. Look it up. But I just distinctly remember, because it was in all the trailers on Disney Channel as well, that they're like, you play ball like a girl. And the girl goes, so what? And they're just like, fucking kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's definitely not a good movie. Oh, you want to know how you can tell that it's the 70s? <laughs> Everyone look at the poster for this fucking movie. There's a kid. Is it the With the kid who who looks like Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, the the the, the like, one baby. token black kid. They dress him to look exactly like Jimi Hendrix. God, Smalls look like a fucking divorced dad. Like <laughs> that's small. Is it like Smalls' son or something? It's like Smalls insert character because oh, it's not creative. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's still it was still again. directed and written by the same guy. Oh, wow. I wonder if he'd been trying to get the sequel greenlit for a long time. And, like, James Earl Jones makes a reappearance. Guys, I I also forgot that James Earl Jones was in this movie. So did I. So did I. Like, his name came up in the credits, and I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, when when his name came up in the credits, I was like, oh, it's him. But it wasn't, like, in the top of my brain of, like, oh, yeah. He's Mr. Myrtle. Another no, thing that works against this movie for me personally is that I don't give a shit about baseball and I don't really care for baseball either. Well, that's so, but that's something <laughs> like where in my eyes it really does play a positive because I too don't give a shit about baseball, but this movie is so endearing to me, it makes me give a shit about baseball, at least while I'm watching it. It makes it really romanticizes it as like the American sport and makes me appreciate it. And then I try to watch it and I'm like, oh my God, this sport fucking sucks. <laughs> well, 
I didn't know who Babe Ruth was until I watched this movie. I, I was the Smalls. I mean, yeah, this is probably how I was introduced to Babe Ruth. And there's surprisingly not a lot of actual baseball. Like, yeah, that's true. Is the only game they play. Yeah, I and like I remember that that game having a much larger bearing on the plot, and it was like a five-minute montage. It was just like <laughs> another vignette, yeah. And they just fucking crushed these preps and were ne- never acknowledged ever again. But I do yeah. love that, like, I feel like I do love that they killed them, and it was kind of like, I don't know if this was a commentary, it was like, yeah, fuck you, like, these kids who maybe seemingly can't afford to do organized sports are crushing you, you entitled rich kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, that's, honestly, like, my I more, think, like, socialist lens on it now, but. <laughs> I think the reason, again, I might be conflating The Sandlot 2, because I did see that movie, I feel like that game had a much larger bearing in that plot yeah i think because sandlot 2 came out in like the 2000s whether it was 05 or 07 um they had an like 93 is pretty early in the 90s a decade packed full of kids sports movies and i feel like most sports movies tend to develop into a bad news bears sort of format where it's like we're the underdogs we're misfits we go against the preps there's a final playoff and we win yeah but this movie really isn't like that Uh -uh. baseball is like the essence but it's not the center like the climax is not baseball related i think that's why i was having a hard time because i think because i don't as much i don't have as much nostalgia for this movie i was like when are we getting to the point? <laughs> like, I was kind of impatient because I was like, we set up, like, Chekhov's baseball at the very beginning of the movie. We see the Babe Ruth baseball. And then we get, like, the dog rumblings. And then we get, like, 45 minutes of summer hijinks. And then the ball goes over the fence. And I, I was, like, it wasn't unpleasant to watch. It was totally fine. But I think... Maybe as an adult, I was just like, when are we getting to it? When are we getting Colin, to it? the movie opens with the thesis statement. They talk about how ba- Babe Ruth is the best, and this is about one incredible summer. This isn't about one baseball season. It's about him getting friends for the first time in his nerdlinger life. And then, and it was only one summer, and after that summer, like, they started moving away and doing different things, and this is just a time capsule. Another thing that I thought I'd realized on this watch was honestly kind of brilliant was the kind of hidden spoiler reveal i don't know how to describe it foreshadowing in like honestly like the opening narration the context where he constantly says how we got i got us into the biggest pickle of our lives and he kept calling it as a pickle where you think of it as like oh like a you know a situation a conundrum when it was literally the game pickle that you play in baseball where it's if you're trying to make it to a base and the other two you know you're you're stuck between two bases and the two you know outfield the other player opposing team are trying to tag you with the ball before you get to the plate that's called pickle when you're in a game and he played no pickle. <laughs> he played pickle with the dog, and right. you know, so it was literally he, they got it into the biggest pickle. And I and was I like, think, "Oh my god, that is brilliant!" I thought that was. I just really appreciated that once he got to it. People who actually know about baseball. And again, yeah. like because he sets up like the biggest pickle of my life at the beginning. I was just also like, when's the pickle happening? When is it going to be the pickle? I don't know. Maybe I'm just an impatient viewer, but... Can we talk about my favorite character in the entire movie? I know you'd think it's Benny, but it's actually the dog puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Jaws, it is less scary when you see it. (laughs) It's just this big... I'm like, who gets to keep the puppet at the end of the shoot? Like, who gets this giant... Slobbery dog puppet who just who just free willies snatches the ball out of midair. That, oh, that was so amazing. Good. Oh yeah. Like, also, when all whenever of their they were doing were amazing. all of their attempts, uh, Meg kept going, "Just go faster, and you'll have the ball." 
If you just do it quickly, just grab it quickly and not... You got it. Pull it up. That's that was that was one of the, the lines by Squint that I was like that iconic to me is like every time you would say you would look up with those eyes and go, You got it. Pull oh it my up. god, so many child acting moments where I'm like, Squint, you don't actually like need to whisper. This is a movie set and I can't fucking hear you. <laughs> I will say the child some of the child acting was not as good as I remembered. Like I think Squints had some weak moments. Ham was pretty good. Benny was good. Smalls was good. But everyone else was kind of like, Really bad, Smalls decided to lean on yelling a lot. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe your emotion, but you certainly are loud. But they're children. Yeah. for For a cast of children... Very solid acting. Oh, yeah, but also when they, like, lower yeah yeah down, I'm like, just throw the ball over the fence, yeah yeah. I know, he just fucking drops it. You're like, you fucking idiot. You dumb (laughs) bitch. Just throw it. I love the progression of their attempts. Like, they all involve, like, the first vacuum, they have the catcher's mask as an element. For Yaya's lowering into the backyard, he has the, like, the catcher's, the catcher's pad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then step three is fucking robots. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. He's like, oh, that's the Roblox set or whatever the fuck it was. And I'm like, Erector set. How because he says it in the movie, dummy. I'm just saying, I was like, your mom says, I collected every thing. piece of a rector set I could find, and we built this. Right. Maybe I'm the fucking. And also, to, to no point it out, they way. also say you're gonna play pickle with the dog. Like, it's all there. Oh, they do? That they they mention it in some form or another. Maybe not that exact line, but they say, like, maybe it was the narrator, like, when Benny played pickle with the dog, with the beast. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I keep fidgeting, and I'm sorry that it's going to pick up that fidgeting noise. <laughs> Stop doing that. I know. Ugh, so rude. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I really just went to answer a phone call, so now we're, <laughs> we're left to our own devices. Yeah, I mean, I... Okay, the s'mores scene. We, we yeah, just you're completely killing me, overlooked smalls. the s'mores scene. Um, and... L7 Weenie. I L7 forgot weenie. about that, I but like when he said that. it, I remembered it. I yeah. still say L7 Weenie. Love it. Um, I also, like, I just always wanted a treehouse. And just, I like, I was so envious of being able to, like, have a sleepover with all of my buddies in a treehouse. Like, I wrote ugh. down that that treehouse was treehouse goals. It was, like, the perfect... The this perfect. is like what you want your treehouse to look like. Yeah, we kept Come going. Come back to the conversation. I, I said, let's pause. I know. Yeah, I and we said, pause. we're not we fucking gotta pausing. We got to sync the audio. No, but not, not literally pause the audio. Stop <laughs> fucking talking. We said like two things. We said L7 Weenie and the treehouse is the awesome. The treehouse is goals. Allegra, how about this? You didn't say cut the game. So it doesn't fucking count, all right? Oh my fucking god! All the right. world doesn't revolve around Allegra. Oh, I also, I also loved um, the line from Squints when he said, "Like it's about time, Benny. My clothes are already going out of style." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so many like early sixtiesisms. I know, and like every time someone was up to bat, Ham's like shit talk was gold. Yeah, that was I loved amazing. It. Yeah. Except loved... for the like your sister's in the stands, she's naked. <laughs> Is that like your that. sister at left field? Naked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was good because you're you're psyching them out. You're trying to be <laughs> as like provocative as possible. Oh, also, I we haven't talked about this yet, really, but the movie has a great soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Oh, another piece of trivia. Every time Wendy Peppercorn uh, is in the shot. They play a different song by the band, The Drifters. Oh, all, right. all the same <laughs> band. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I appreciate that. Um, they didn't make, to my remembrance, I was not entirely sober. Any sort of like fat kid jokes about Ham, besides the fact that they fucking called him Ham, which is like a little sketch. But his yeah. name but is his Hamilton. Hamilton. I know, and and that's what I'm loved. I loved about it is that they weren't like 
constantly making fat jokes. Yeah. About, like, he was just another kid just like everybody else. That's true because I feel like in the 90s especially, fat jokes were, like, huge. huge. I mean, no pun intended. They were everywhere. Like, yeah. It was like the low hanging fruit like, of the nineties. As a husky yeah. kid, it got old. <laughs> also, um, I I was like so stoked that um, Smalls's mom is Maureen from Raiders of the Lost Ark, who I had a huge crush on the first time I ever watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, I thought the okay at the begin. I don't remember that. I only seen that movie once. Yeah, I saw it once, but like four years ago. Um, I know like, another probably scandalous thing to I say know. about an Indiana Jones movie. Um, but also with the scene at the beginning when the mom comes into his room and is like, "Why don't you have friends yet?" Oh I, was like, yeah. I was like, I was triggered. I was like, "Making friends is hard when you're shy and you're new to town." He's been here for like five minutes. Uh, oh, I had we had a full exchange where she she does that and then just goes like, okay, like, bye. And I was just like, I was like, hey, son, I just wanted to come in and ask why you're such a fucking loser. Okay, <laughs> bye. Like, that, yeah. was, that was the stint, that was the extent of the conversation was I'm coming in to tell you you're a fucking loser and that needs Get to it change together. now. <laughs> Love you. Good night. Yeah. Also, Dennis Leary brings the weirdest, coldest energy. <laughs> weirdest energy. Oh my God. Yeah, what Beams the f- him like- in the face with a baseball and is like, oh, get over it. <laughs> Here's a fucking raw steak. Slap it on your face, kid. Like, yeah, and who, okay, if your kid, if your kid has never played catch and you're just overhand fucking winding up, you're an asshole. <laughs> Like, like, are I you kidding me? Just fucking this- underhand it the first couple times so he gets the hang of things. So he learns how to literally catch the ball. Yeah. I'm, I'm and like, also, just like, of, like, I was also triggered by, like, why are you calling your stepdad dad? Yeah, That, that is weird. weird. Just call him like Bill. A, of the times thing. Like, yeah, maybe I, it was a... Because I think he didn't really know his dad. Like, his, yeah, I think his, his real dad died when he was little or... yeah. But, like, he's only been a stepdad for, like, a couple of years. But I'm like, okay, so it's 1962 in the film. Like, the weird, distant, cold father embodiment of masculinity, like, calling him dad because we have to be a nuclear family. I'm like, this is maybe too accurate. (laughs) Because it does not, like, I don't know. I'm like, part of this feels like someone is being way too true to life in a way that makes me go, Smalls, are you okay? <laughs> I don't. This isn't like whimsical. This is just kind of sad. They had a very strange relationship, and I don't. And I'm not convinced it was like it ever progressed throughout the entire movie. I know. He gives him this fucking baseball signed by like Murderers Row or whatever the baseball team. The right. whole 1927. Yeah, yeah. And Dennis Leary gives him a look like, "Are you kidding?" Like, I'm like, really? Like, no emotion? No, like, holy shit, this is amazing. He gives him nothing. I just, like, he's, like, the most emotionally withholding man in the world. Oh, my God. And speaking of speculative relationships, the last note I have are, um, like, adult Smalls and Freddie Mercury adult Benny are husbands. And they're in love and they're married. (laughs) I know, he's uh, got a fun fact. killer mustache at the end. I was like, as a kid, I was so horrified at adult Benny. I was like, ew. <laughs> Me too! I was like, where is... like, he's not cute anymore. It was just because of the mustache. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, but... Literally just fact, the mustache. Fun fact, the actors that played young Benny and adult Benny are brothers in real life. Really? Yes. Also, Benny, that actor, was, like, so much older than literally everyone else in the sandlot. He was so tall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't believe that you're 11. I mean, I don't know if they were all supposed to be the same age. We just knew for sure that Scotty was, like, ending fifth grade, going into sixth grade. He was 14 during filming. Yeah. and, And Smalls was 11. So they were, like, I mean, Smalls was true to his age. And, like, yeah, I would have guessed, like, Benny looks like he's, like, 
ending middle school and Smalls is entering middle school right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ham was like... tw- 12. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so all he the was other definitely kids... he was he was at least a year or two older than like everyone Everybody. else. <laughs> and it's like how come Benny doesn't have friends his own age? And I think the answer isn't that like Benny can't make friends, is that he Baseball is his first love. Yeah. Any relationship he gets oh. into, like, <laughs> speculative of his sexuality notwithstanding, just whomever his future romantic partners are, are going to be second to baseball. A hundred percent. that is why... Unless, <laughs> unless his romantic boys. involvement is literally the, the commentator of his professional <laughs> team. Oh, yeah. Literally, Scotty Smalls, who has been idealizing him, daddy issues. Yeah. Daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because the only person who can stay with someone who's, you know, you know that they're not, you are not their first priority. It's like, this is that dynamic. You yeah. Know? He's like, I worship you. You're on a pedestal. You, we both love baseball. Like, I knew nothing about baseball, but then you were nice to me. And so now I only know about baseball. It's all, it's all connecting. I also had a. He looks like Freddie Mercury. Allegra, <laughs> Allegra, this description is hitting a little too close to home right now. <laughs> Greg, you do have a mustache. Is there anything you'd like to share? <laughs> um, but I do have a. F- if we're getting to the end of the movie, I had a false memory that one of these kids died in Vietnam. <laughs> what the fuck? Because <laughs> the kid we got absorbed by the epilogue moments was like I thought one of the I thought specifically one of like the brothers died that's so fucking dark <laughs> I don't know why I thought oh my god that's so funny that's so fucking dark alright hold on but like so like Vietnam starts in 66 which is four years later did Benny fight in Vietnam did Benny get drafted into Vietnam oh my god he would could have been old enough. He would have been eighteen right as the war started. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so I don't know if we want to spin through the epilogues. Yeah, yeah, it helped invent bungee jumping. Bertram got really into the sixties, and no one ever saw him again. He I'm like, died in Vietnam. I'm like, <laughs> I, I took it as like he he went down the hippie hole, and no one ever saw him again. I'm like, yeah, I think it was, think like it was like that because he's later. the one that introduced them to you know. Drugs. The chew. Oh yeah, that's, that's what. True. That's how I I like connected them. Oh yeah. Timmy and Tommy invented mini malls, which that also hasn't aged well. I'm like, they became like millionaires. I'm like, well, how are they doing now? <laughs> um. Where's this movie? Ta- wait, where's this movie supposed to take place, and where is it filmed? Is I think it it's supposed like, to. It's, it's the, in the it's valley, the LA, LA suburbs. Okay. He because, says they moved to the valley at the beginning. Okay. Because I'm like, there's um, a bunch of references to the Yankees. Then they invented mini malls, which was Hughes in Jersey. I was getting all East Coast vibes. No, so, I mean, it's I just because the, had, the 1927 Yankees were like Coast. the legendary team. Yeah, I think it's just because but of like, that. But like, you know. Uh, but Benny wore Benny an LA wore Dodgers, a Dodgers hat. hat. Time. Uh, and then he played for the Dodgers at the end. And he played for the Dodgers. Uh, I knew it wasn't Jersey because they kept showing shots of mountains. I'm like, there's no mountains in Jersey. To my they mind. were in the valley. Yeah. yeah. I even thought, like, the field behind the house looked very, like, dry-ass California baseball yeah. field not a, situation. Not a of moisture in the air. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I mean, it's the valley, so. Oh, yeah. Ham became started doing professional wrestling and became the great Hambino De Nunez played triple-A ball, but didn't make it to the majors. And then Benny the Jet Rodriguez plays for the Dodgers now. And, yeah, Smalls is the sports commentator. We covered that. I love the alternate universe in which um, the pitcher is um, sort of like Winston from New Girl, where he goes to Eastern Europe to, <laughs> to play <laughs> professional He goes baseball. to La- yeah. Latvia to play for... Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, also, that the photo of the Sandlot boys in Smalls' like, commentator office, pretty high-res photo for a s- photo taken in 1962, I'm just going to say. <laughs> it's definitely Smalls' like, prized possession. Um, this, like, this guy is in his 40s, still extremely obsessed with one summer he had when he was 11. 
I think Smalls needs to, like, cute short story, go to therapy. Why do we think Benny's name is Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez? Very patriotic uh, family, clearly. Like, like it, what is the point of that? It, it kind of reminds me of In the Heights, where you know that, like, Usanavi's parents were so excited to come to America and be Americans that they named their kid U.S. Navy. But they explained it. In the movie slash show. I this just is, saw that movie yesterday, actually. This is my head canon is that his parents, similar to Usanavi's parents, <laughs> were so excited to be, come to America that they were like, we will name our child Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. I was, okay. Do we want to do closing arguments? Um, yeah. This movie's a goddamn gold standard for children's movies. Um, has. Has some things aged poorly? Why, yes. <laughs> to varying degrees, yes. But it is very well structured. Amazing writing. Amazing dialogue for children's movies. Like, I think this is going to set the bar in terms of, like, funny one-liners from kids. Um, intentionally funny one-liners from kids. Um, it is a pretty quick watch an actual runtime. I can't remember the, the minutes right now. Um, the Beast is such an iconic kid movie villain who's larger than life. You felt afraid of him when you were little. And then at the end, there's like a really cute dog. Seeing giant dog nuts for the last five minutes of the movie was a little strange. But that is James Earl Jones, who fucking kills it. One thing I will, another non sequitur before I hand things over for you guys to really hand me your scores. I've been watching a lot of Frasier, and James Earl Jones also plays a blind man in Frasier, and so I'm wondering, this is really weird 90s typecasting for old man James Earl Jones, <laughs> but this is also a year before he's Mufasa, so the man is of many talents. Um, and Benny is just, I think, Benny, Smalls is iconic because of the line, you're killing me, Smalls, but Benny is iconic in like the most 90s kid way possible. So, great movie, but I will. The, I, that's as far as I can go to convincing y'all, I think. So, final scores. I'm okay. remaining unchanged. On everything? I mean, yeah. Like, I don't... Like, 10, 10, 9, 6, 10. Like, I, to me, it's like... None of that needs ten, to really be moved. Tens, six. I changed two, but it kind of evened out to what my scores were anyway, but I just felt like morally I needed to. I lowered my nostalgia to five because after talking through it, I realized like I really didn't remember this movie and like so many things were like true surprises to me. That I just I can't in good conscience give my nostalgia factor any higher than a five. Um, I kept my sit-through ability at six. My appropriate for children, I raised to an eight because I feel like I'm going to take off for swearing and the Wendy Peppercorn of it all. But otherwise, fine. Um, hold up, I'm keeping at a seven because that dog puppet is bad. Um, the Wendy Peppercorn of it all, I'm double dipping and the like casual misogyny <laughs> and then can we follow this i'll keep at a nine so it, it even down to what to my scores ten. were you can follow it what is it what is the difficulty yeah. that brings it down what dings it from being just because just because hold on listen remember you being I know, bored I know, affects it through ability not the follow ability <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because maybe I'm letting my can I sit through this influence it. Yeah, those are so, two yeah. separate. I think followability. The plot. I'll bump it up tracks. to a ten. It tracks. I'll bump I mean, it up it's to like a 10. yeah, whatever. Absolutely. It is a bit meandering for my taste, but I can follow it. So yeah, I bumped up my. my can we follow this to a Great, ten? Great, you're three thousand miles away, but here's a high five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me calculate. I was about to, Holland. If your score brings this to a fucking seventy-five, I'm going to lose my mind. Hey, I I raised my initial score, so because of you, so I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's an eighty-one, 
So the hey. score is an 81. This is the highest scoring one so far. It's not a 75. Um, Wait, do we want to give bonus points for any reason? Oh, yeah, that's right. true. I would like to give one point just for Benny's outfits. <laughs> okay. I'm literally wearing I'm literally wearing a wife beater under this just because I'm like inspired by it. Oh my god, amazing. Um I I am fully in support of that point. I'm also going to give it a point for quotability because there's just so many absolutely amazing quotes from the movie oh yeah so that bumps the score up to an 83 i think we should always try to give a bonus point to a kids movie that our one of our parents frequently quotes still <laughs> but hell yeah so is gray next yarg yeah i'm next well um... wait first wait we gotta do we do this out of order every single time. Gray, give us the fun facts before you choose a movie. Oh, okay. So I've said I've sprinkled a couple of them in throughout the 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 the, the podcast, but um, budget seven million, box office thirty four point three million, Ooh. and v, VHS sales uh, are seventy six million. I don't. That does not surprise me at all. Because so I that's think roughly a hundred and eight million, uh, because of VHS and DVD sales on top. I of the do box think office. that this movie thrived in like reruns. Oh, big time! And like yeah. Hollywood video blockbuster the situations. Only, the only reason I ended up loving it is because I had to give it a chance several times. Because I would so, see human actors and be like sketched out. <laughs> I think that's a, a problem specific to you. No, but like, there's a lot of media that only got a following because it was on TV a lot, like the Christmas or on story. VHS. Yeah. yeah. So some like, some more fun facts. Uh, when they the whole time that they were shooting this movie, for the most of the filming days, they were extremely hot. Except specifically during the filming of the pool scene, it was overcast and the water was 56 degrees. All <laughs> oh the God. kids, all the kids were extremely cold, and you can see in the movie were shivering. Yeah, you can. You can <laughs> um, so badly when Squints has when Squints gets up there, he's shivering. <laughs> but that kind of plays into his nervousness, so I think it's like, yeah. all right, yeah, he um, used it. <laughs> the dog Hercules was an English mastiff. Um, every kid on the sand lot were either wearing PF flyers or Chuck Taylor Converse's. Um, the hat that Kenny is wearing is that of the Kansas City Monarchs. The KC Monarchs were a Negro League team active from 1920 to 1965. Oh, cool! I saw KC and immediately assumed Kansas City, but I didn't know there was yeah. a deeper significance. Well, I, I was, knew it yeah, I was confused the because the Royals are blue. Red. Yeah. yeah, the Kansas City Royals are blue, I'm pretty sure. And the St. Louis Cardinals are red and white. So I'm like, yeah. huh, that's interesting. Maybe it's a different KC. But yeah, so there you go. Um, uh, let's see here. Many of the young actors snuck into a nearby movie theater during filming to watch Basic Instinct. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, Ham Porter's famous line, you're killing me, Smalls, is a paraphrase of the famous quote, they're killing me out there, Whitey, spoken by Denver Broncos coach Lou Saban. The line was also paraphrased the previous year in another baseball-themed film, A League of Their Own. So it is a playoff of a real famous uh, football coach, NFL coach Lou Saban, whose son is the uh, pretty famous Nick Saban football coach. That's beyond the point. That's beside the point. Um, and then another one I wanted to, to bring up because uh, it brought or it, it comes to it comes back to that Vietnam like Bernstein <laughs> Bears effect. Uh, so it does say that Yeah Yeah was sent to military school and then joined the army. That was part of his like at the end, you know, what happened to right, his right, friends. Right. So he didn't die in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> but he probably served. But he it. probably served because he got sent away to military school and then later served in the army. 
And the right. reason they said that is because that actor was in Full Metal Jacket, apparently. Oh, okay. Which I don't understand. So that was six years prior, so he must have been, like, a toddler? I know, like, how old was that kid? I mean, babies are needed in films sometimes. So I have a, a half of oh, a... Oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It was the, uh, the, the actor that played Adult Smalls was in... Oh. Oh. Um, sorry, sorry. Young Smalls was in Black Hawk Down, and Older Smalls was in Full Metal Jacket. Okay. That's the fun it's, fact. I okay. don't know where Yeah Yeah comes into it, other than he was sent to the army. That's kind of a okay. dumb trivia fact. So, <laughs> sorry about that one, folks. <laughs> My half of a fun fact would have been a lot more relevant after um, the KC fun fact, because it relates to that. Going after basic instinct and this weird non-military <laughs> fact feels weird. But, like, for some reason, my Twitter algorithm thinks I give a shit about sports. Um, I very much do not. But recently, I saw that um, Major League Baseball, or whomever is in charge of all the stats, is finally incorporating Negro Leagues in their all-time stats oh, cool. of baseball players. That's really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that, sorry, or- I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking up what my, what my movie is going to be. And honestly, because of this, in my opinion, heavy hitter, um, I'm going to have to go heavy, and I'm going to have to go with, drumroll please, Shrek. Oh, okay. God. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to, I'm really bringing out the big guns on this one. You're just mad? You're just mad about all the high scores? Or are we just trying to get through all the good stuff so that we're forced... Well, no, I'm not mad about anything. I'm saying because Sandlot was such a good pick, and that's what I'm competing with, I have to bring up a very competitive movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is no slight. This is, if anything, I'm I'm commending your pick. And I'm like, if I need to keep up and if I want to win this thing... Shrek has to be the one. God, what's going to be left for us? <laughs> That's what I'm excited for. The this second the good. second half of this show is going to be so much more entertaining. So many stinkers. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, trust me, I want to hit us with a really bad one that I know will be fun. That's kind of how I went with George of the Jungle. Yeah. But... Uh, because that's probably going to be a more fun podcast. But yeah. honestly, we're going in this thing for points, so I gotta, I gotta smack us, yeah. I gotta smack us right into children movie perfection. All right. Well, tune in next week. We're gonna talk about Shrek. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. I'm sure we're gonna get into that. Um, yes. And all right. Well, if you want to follow the podcast, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Latchkey Sibs. And if you want to write in, if you have any opinions, thoughts, suggestions for movies we should watch, you can email us at latchkeysibs at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. Follow me on Twitter at Koala T, as in T E A, 14. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Dad Dad Not Good or on Twitter at Back Aroni. Alright, well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Uh, we'll see you next week with Shrek. Goodbye. Bye.